Welcome everybody, share number 650. We're learning today, Lerufu Shalema, Chaim Shol Ben Pesel, and Lerufu Shalema, Miriam Bas Okay, getting back to Amalacha of Koisher tying. Okay, so we've spoken about um, the the uh, knot and then the bow on top. Again, it's the intertwining of the string or the lace or whatever it is one time, which is not a problem at all to do that on Shabbos, we said. Um, and then making a bow on top, we said that is perfectly fine as long as it's opened in twenty within 24 hours. So just real quickly, I want to bring down a couple of more examples. The Sefer Lamates Malachas brings down to keep in mind, it's important to go through various different examples on page 796. He says like this, or, ornamental ornamental ribbon, I'm sorry, an ornamental ribbon lace that's sewn at the end of a blouse, for example, women have it sometimes as a decorative item, um, may not be made into a decorative bow knot if the bow knot is to remain more than 24 hours. So on that fact, he says an interesting thing, does the Sefer Lamites Malachas, that according to many Paiskim, one has to be extremely careful that a decorative bow knot, again, the knot on the bottom, the intertwining and the bow up on top, that is ordinarily meant to remain permanently, is a true Keshe Shel Kayama. What, what, what is that? So he, we're talking about now decorative bow knots designed to remain permanently, meaning, meaning it's not made for the use to open and close. For example, when I do it on my shoe, and I intertwine, first of all, the, the um, I intertwine the lace once, I put the bow up on top, so I put the shoe on, and, I, and, I, and, and then when I take it off, I have to open it up. I can't, it's very hard for me to slip out my, my, um, my foot from the shoe. I mean, the only way to do it is opening up the knot. I mean, if I really push and try, but the regular way is I open up the lace and so on. So there, that's not a problem to do like that, as long as it's made within, uh, it's open and closed within 24 hours or anything of the like, like a bag or the like, which we've been talking about. Again, where you intertwine the bottom part, which is the first knot, and then the bow up on top. But when it's a decorative bow knot designed to remain permanently, like like a decoration, like on a blouse, like we mentioned, so this is what he's talking about. A decorative bow knot that is ordinarily meant to remain permanently in a tr- it is, according to many points, a true Keshe Shal Kayama, and may not be made, even if the person making it intend to, intends to undo it the same day. This is taka according to many poiskim because making this knot could even be a malacha diaraisa, for example. So, first of all, we see that there's a distinction, interesting, um, between, according to many poiskim, you know, in, in, in any case, between a, when the knot, on the, when the initial twining, the first knot, and then the bow on top is made for regular usage, like on a shoe or opening up a bag or, or the like, or when it's made for decorative purposes, because of the fact that it's going to stay like that. There's no need to open it. So that's what he brings down. For example, permanently attached laces to a slip-on shoe. For example, if somebody has loafers, which is like a slip-on shoe, and it's made to slip on and off, but for fanciness, you know, for the design, they have on top laces, so it looks nice, but it's made to slip on and off. You do not have to open up the laces on top to to uh, remove one's foot from the shoe. It's just there for, for um, you know, for decorative purposes. So such a knot, such a making a knot and then a bow on top of that would be running into a problem, even though one has a mind to reopen it the same day, because these are things that are normally left like that. He brings another case, like we said, a ribbon sewn onto a blouse. 
klaus, like we mentioned, may not be tied into a decorative bow knot because these knots are strictly ornamental and are not used for regular fastening of the garment. They are thus meant to be tied only once. They, they, they're tied once with the hope that the bow knot will remain permanently in the place. And a person, the person wants it to stay like that. Not like by the shoe, they want to, you know, it's going to come a point. Uh, they want to take off their shoes, so they want to open it up. But over here, they wanted to say, because this is the decorative, this is the, the ornament of, of the blouse. This is the way, this is the... Um, decorative um uh the fanciness of the shoe it's a loafer but it's it, it has a nice lace up on top just for um decorative purposes so such a thing one has to be careful in, in on such a type of an item whereby it's for decorative purposes and not for usage like we mentioned those cases for example like the loafers like the slip-on shoe the blouse um and the like the the ribbon on the blouse one has to be careful, that's what he says. Similarly, if any of these bow knots, bow knots became loose, they may not be retied on Shabbos or Yom Tov. So it's, it's something very important to keep in mind because of the fact that people um, usually have in mind to keep it like that, that for longer, per, longer periods of time. Okay, so just to read the from the Sefer uh, Shabbos home, page 203, uh, he quotes to, <coughs> excuse me, Bir Allah, Others, it's a whole thing on the bottom, but Lemaise, just real quickly to get the concept again, and basically says like this, as mentioned above, a knot is considered permanent if it is meant to be left in place indefinitely, right? So, okay, that's what we know. This holds true even if there is a possibility that the knot will be undone later. However, this does not, um, this, does, this does not get determined. In other words, it's not determined by the intention of the person tying the knot, but rather by the practice of most people who commonly tie that particular knot. That's what we've been talking about even though, for example, he gives a different example, which is interesting. Actually, somebody asked this to me, um, and he says like this, most people who tie tzitzis, for example, one makes their tzitzis, right? So they, so they tie the tzitzis strings to the talus or tighten the knots, so they leave it in place permanently. A person wants it like that permanently. Therefore, one who, let's say on Shabbos, they're going to go ahead and tighten their tzitzis, one who ties tzitzis uh, to his talus, or they start tightening up the tzitzis on, on Shabbos, so the person is deemed to be making making the permanent knot, even though one will say they'll, they intend to undo the knot after, soon afterwards. In other words, they'll say, listen, my, my tzitzis are loose, I have to tighten up the knots, um, it's Shabbos, I don't have a choice, so I'll tighten them, good, I'll tighten the knots on the tzitzis, what am I going to do? Uh, <clears throat> assuming, let's say, it's not a, a uh, kasher uman, it's not a craftsman's knot. Uh, again, I'm just giving, assuming that's the case. It's not always the case. But the person will say, I don't want it to be kayama, so I'm going to tighten my tzitzis, and then after Shabbos, I'll go ahead and loosen up my tzitzis. Like this, it will it'll be less than 24 hours. Once it's Shabbos, I'll loosen up those knots that I tightened. I'll loosen them up, and then the next morning, Sunday morning or whatever, I'll go ahead and retighten them again. Maybe I could do that, uh, like this it's not a it's not it's not a Keshe Shal Kayama, so the answer is no. Because of the fact he explains as a safer Shabbos home, he's in the again the Shem Allah and, and and others, that the person is deemed to making a per, it's a permanent type of a knot, just like those decorative um, items we spoke about in the beginning. Is it's deemed it's it's made to lay. It's that's a type of a thing that a person wants to stay all the time, you know. And you'll say the person will say, well, I'll do it now, and then I'll just go ahead and open it up uh, after Shabbos and redo it. So over here, the same thing by the tzitzis. I'll tighten the tzitzis. I'll go ahead and redo. No. These things are permanent type things, and even though one intends to open up the knot afterwards, 
He says further, the prohibition, the Isra of tying permanent knots, applies even if the person will not benefit from the knot permanently. In other words, the person needs it only for a short time, like the case of the tzitzis. I only need it to go daven. Um, or, the, or the case, I'm going to a kiddish. The woman's going to a kiddish, so she has to tie the ribbon. It should be fancy, nice, good, very nice. Or the case of a shoe, a person's going out, so he wants to make that... Um, uh, that 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 bow, like we said, uh, the knot and then the bow up on top, and it's a, it's a loafer, but the the shoe gets slipped on and slipped off very easily, no problem. This is just a decorative thing, so that again, be, even though they only need it for a short purpose, was short period of time, it would not help. And because of the fact, these are permanent type of things in general, and that's what people make them for permanent, um, longer periods of time. Even though this person particularly has in mind, he doesn't want to be mechalal shabbos, so. This Therefore, I have a mind to open it after Shabbos since it's a permanent thing that people always leave permanent. Um, of course, we're afraid that one might forget and they're going to leave it like that. And Bechlal, the whole Machshava is a permanent type of Machshava and it's not allowed to be done on Shabbos, even though one does have a mind to open it right after Shabbos. It's real quickly to read the Lashon from the Bira Lacha. It's very interesting. Um, in Simon Shin Yud Zion, it's the first Bira Lacha, very big Bira Lacha. It's Mamish right in the middle, but just to read out a line or two, um, he says like this that the nearer the Kesher Shadarka Shel Ha'olam when the Derech is that this type of item that's being tied, the knot that's being tied, and the way it's being tied, like the, the examples which we've spoken about, um, that, then in other words, the Kesher Shadarka Shel Ha'olam then Loyas Lina. Then we don't go after the das of the one who's tying it. Levatol shame keshel mimenu. Levatol levatol shame keshel mimenu. The Bera Lacha says, "Takhshed derech kaloim sheisem kesher shall." Zebek uh, when the, uh, the, when it's when it's uh, this type of uh, knot that's being made in the cases we spoke about is done by most people bekvius for longer periods of time. Vuhu gamkein asur chazakaro. It's it's also made tighter. Okay, but v'loyas lina baser daitai shu chayshev lati. And we don't go after the person's das who's who's tying it. That what shu chayshev lati ray biyim. It's that that the person wants to open it the same day. We don't go after that das. V'is batol al dezeh shame kashmimani. You don't go after after that, his das, we go after what type of an of item is the person dealing with, and so the cases like we explained. One has to be careful um, if it's for decorative purposes, and we spoke about the tzitzis and so on, and the shoe and the ribbon and so on. One has to be careful unless it's a, it, the, the type of a knot that the person is making uh, in the cases that we spoke about. When it's for usage and it's made to open by everybody also, it's fine. But when it's made to be left for longer periods of time by most people who make such a knot, even though the person has intention to open it the same day, that should not be done also. Thank you for listening. Aslochem bracha kol